name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. I'm going to say this one's divine intervention. That's if there's a God, this, the he, she, they, it stepped in. And I was thinking about putting together a playlist for <clears throat> a drive down to work, a shorty. And these three songs popped into my head again from elsewhere. That's all I can say from elsewhere. Number one, I wear my sunglasses at night by Corey Hart Two. Eight six seven five three zero nine nine Tommy Two Tone. Three, <clears throat> Jesse's girl, Rick Springfield. In by the way, in that order, uh, and I was like, I better respond because I can't question that kind of wisdom. So I laid it down, and I'm driving down, and I got to tell you, there's an argument to be made. I was a full time musician, so I, I, I still appreciate, and I, this could just because I've been around a, a longer, but. I still appreciate albums. I f- appreciate deep cuts. I appreciate there's there's the hit, but then there's the underlying, you know, thing that you discover after years. Now, I wear my sunglasses at night, clearly a hit. All I'm saying is I've heard that song 50,000 times over the years, but then it hit me on the way down this lyric. Okay? And this is the nature of <clears throat> like of long-term nature of intelligence and Here's an actual, this actual, I wear my sunglasses at night so I can, so I can keep track of the visions in my eyes. I'll let that sink in. He wears the sunglasses at night so that he can keep track of the visions where in his eyes, the visions in his eyes. Holy crap. I mean, like, right. And I'm like, I almost swerved off the road and totally is an aside later he gets voice gets all crackly and weird and he's like um uh don't switch the blade on a guy in shades oh no switch the blade think about that right conjure switchblade but it's not switchblade don't switch the blade it's all freaking me out the whole thing then there's eight six seven five three oh nine was just straight up good tommy two-tone good good night uh johnny how many people my age called the number probably all of us 100 percent of people um, but then Jesse's girl tr- creeps in. Now I didn't see, I just, I've heard again, heard that song so many times. Here's the lyric. Ready? <clears throat> and I'm looking in the mirror all the time, wondering what she don't see in me. I've been funny. I've been cool with the lines. Ain't that the way love's supposed to be? And all of a sudden I'm transported back to my UCLA days. Lisa and I, my wife met each other when we were both servers at a restaurant on campus called the Faculty Center. We were both students and serving there, and we, that's where we met. And I remember when I was courting her, okay, when I was one of her, you know, one of her suitors, That that's, and kind of, you know, making an effort to to, to rise above the, the herd, as it were. And later, she re- Lisa recounted that what put me on top, and she said this, she said, she recounted when we were talking about this recently, she said, you know, I, I remember you were funny and cool with the lines. And she remembers distinctly thinking, you know, that that's the way love's supposed to be. And then I, there I was, I, I, I won, I won and obviously won 26 years later. I mean, good Lord. Right. So life lessons in 80 songs just didn't see it coming. 
probably all songs, but I was like, whoa, that playlist came to me from the divine and then the wisdom followed it through. In promotion of my book, which I'll tell you that is out now, but not out now. Here's what I mean by that in a second. But 5 a.m. Miracle Podcast with Jeff Sanders. I was a guest on that one. Really good conversation. A lot of weird, cool stuff going on there. And Think Business Live with John Dwoskin. Think Business. What's up with that? Well, he wanted me on a show because it's people are using the small steppers approach to freaking, uh, you know, productivity. It's a it's a very uh, keen way, and I mean keen, uh, of of becoming and keeping productive in a great way with with kids to help them with homework. It's a it's a it's a wide ranging philosophy that I espouse. Okay, now six truths. Live by these truths and be happy. Don't and you won't. The reason why it's out but not out is because if you go to Amazon, it'll say release date April 27th. Uh, Jeff Stanford, owner of the Stanford Inn with Joan, they ordered a case. They don't have it. And yet I get a text from a client slash listener of this podcast. He goes, yeah, I got your book in. I go, you did? You want to send a photo of the book that I've never seen myself? And he sent me photos. Looks great. He's in Minnesota. I haven't seen the book. I have not held the book. He has the book. He ordered it from a local bookstore, an indie bookstore, which is pretty cool. They got it. They got it before Amazon got it. Think about that. That's a change for the better, in my opinion. Um, so I'm excited. And all I'm saying is, go ahead and order it. It's a roll of the dice. You might get it. You might not. Who knows? Uh, thank you to everybody who uh, Patreons me and supports me in whatever way that you do. And thank you so much. And smallstepintensive.com and smallsteppers.com. The online program's rolling. There's a little bit of whatever. Don't just... It's good do it i'm gonna big do a big push on it because it's like happening now a little couple little tech tweaks but we're, we're pretty much good credit where credit is due is the title of this episode credit where credit is due um i have talked before and i'll i'm just gonna uh, expand a little bit about on this today and by the way i'm drinking a single malt this is an afternoon thank god because if i was like listen i'm drinking a single malt and it's 8 a.m and i just got off the treadmill Somebody call somebody because that's not okay. Mm. I guess. Is it really that much worse to drink scotch at 8 a.m. than it is to... It's like socially worse, but not nutritionally worse. It doesn't make the scotch any worse at 8 a.m. It just makes me smarter. Um, there have been many times where I have been working with people over the years. I've been doing this a long time now. And... Part of my work is to help shine a light in, and then long-term they do this themselves on the good that they're doing. And I have talked about, you know, the one, we all know this, this isn't brain surgery or anything controversial. The one negative review, you know, you get a hundred good reviews, the one negative sticks out, right? That's, that's, and I think about that a lot because it relates very much to the work that I do. People are making moves to do it differently with me long-term habit change, long-term stuff. So it's a different, it seems the same as short-term quick fixes. You're both both trying to lose weight, let's say. But if you're trying to do it long-term and actually make it a habit, it's a, it is literally a completely different process, right? You got to manage your stress, the whole thing. But in that process, people are making gains, big results, because it's not just the action in the world, like what they did exercise-wise or whatever, but it's their thinking around it. It's, it's, it's a massive undertaking to change the ball game. This is, this is, this is the thing. It's, it's so easy to do a diet mentally. It doesn't take anything, right? It's physically you got to do the recipes and the whole thing. But it mental to actually take on a ch- at any age, but 
I mean, when you're 40s and 50s and 60s, to do things differently for good in a real, I made a new habit and I'm doing this, is massive. It's huge. And the problem is, is that when we are doing it, we are still looking at the negative stuff, stuff that we're doing so-called wrong, because that takes center stage. In spite of the fact that most of my clients very quickly are kicking total ass, they're doing new things, they're winning battles that they weren't winning before, but they've been trained to sort of swallow this idea that there are bingers, they are this way, they are that way, overweight, they are lazy, that you know, and so they know they're in their sort of radar, on their radar is is all that negative stuff. And the problem with that is huge, which is because focusing on giving yourself credit for the wins creates its own habit in and of itself. Looking to the things that you are doing instead of the things that you're not doing or doing wrong actually creates its own habit and translates into it's like exponential growth. When you focus on the things you're doing right, you end up doing more things right. That That's the thing. And so it's a battle. It's a very bad, I call it flirting with the normal because here's why. I almost titled an episode a long time ago, flirting with the normal. I was like, oh, that's right. Because here's why I think one of my theories about why the negative sticks out so much is because I think our baseline expectation on some level is that we, that the things that we want to do that are in the healthy living arena or just taking care of ourselves are, are sort of normal. We want them to be normal. We won't, we don't really want them to be oh my gosh, this special thing I brush my teeth. It's sort of like, no, I, that's what I do. I just do this. And, and the reason why it maybe doesn't have quite the sway that the, neg- the one negative or the, or the less than often negative or just a negative period has is because when we, when we move away from this uh, ex- you know, ultra excited response where we do something so-called good and excited like a diet, but when we actually take the time and just be with it. And we start to do things that just feel right. They're not like, oh my gosh, positive, great, great. We're just like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It doesn't have the weight that a negative thing, because I think that on some level, the negative stuff that we do, the so-called wrong stuff that we do, if we were you know, conscious enough, we might go, what the hell did was that all about? It's, that's weird. It, may, it like disorients us. It's like at odds with our sense of the world when we do something that is in, in conflict with how somewhere we deep down see ourselves and when and so that it sticks out more than maybe something that doesn't or you know that's more than something that we do that is in line with us we're going yeah that's normal that's that's as, that's as it should be but the negative is like what the fuck like we no that's we want to do things well most days and the negative sticks out like a sore damn thumb it it begs attention it steals our attention it takes center stage at the expense of quite possibly more wins in the you know living well arena that we don't notice we're not giving credit where credit is due and maybe you're losing more battles than winning but i still make the argument that focusing on the wins is a snowball effect of winning more often like here i here's the thing that i'm doing i've had many conversations over the years with people i'm like yeah but you you know why can't i just this i did this one thing i go okay did you do this other thing yes i did did you do this other thing yes i did then why are we talking about the one thing that you did that wasn't in line with who you are it's a waste of our both of our time because 
it if you focus on that stuff, on that negative, so-called negative stuff, the stuff that's not in line with who you are. You're giving it this so much attention. And that, by the way, will too lead potentially into more actions that are like that. Like begets like. Focus on the stuff you're winning. Get up in the morning, have a big glass of water. That's a win. It's a win. This isn't frou-frou positive thing. This is like noticing. This is take a little stock every now and then of the things that if you if you want to make moves if you're just living and you're listening to this podcast because you like to do it while you're smoking cigarettes and that's this doesn't apply to you i'm just saying if you're in a like in a place of just constantly evolving and improving not with a a goal of next tuesday or december 14th that you have to lose 10 pounds but if you're sort of just a evolving human being which i think is kind of where it's at part of the work is to give yourself credit where credit is due Sure, notice the things that aren't in line, but only to this extent. Learn from them. If you do something that's in conflict with how you want to live your life, ask yourself, why did I do that thing? What led up to that? What were the circumstances? Was I super stressed? Why am I super stressed? Am I not sleeping very well? Am I not eating very well? Okay, let me fix that. Moving on. Boom. Five seconds later, you're done. The negative stuff that we do, the so-called wrong stuff, feels bigger because it feels off. It's, it's odd. It sticks out like a sore thumb. But two things about that. One, it's good to know what falls into that character in that category. Okay. It's, it's, it's good to know what falls into the, that's in line with how I want to live normally and not make a big deal about it. See, the thing about a diet is it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a lot at once. It's a big deal. And it's weird because it's not how anybody wants to live. They don't want to, not that I've met and I don't want to, but I'm just saying, it's never like, I just want to be excited about being on a diet forever. This is the best thing ever. It's in theory, the end game is that they just want to be a person who eats this way and doesn't really think about it. I don't want to talk about brushing my teeth. Do you know what I did this morning? I brushed my teeth. Can you believe it? You brushed your teeth? They look so white. What are you using? What kind of toothpaste and toothbrush are you are you supplementing? Because your teeth look phenomenal. That would be really weird, wouldn't it? But that's what people do when they are on a diet. But that's not I've never met anybody who wants that to continue. They in their heart of hearts want it to translate into something that they just go, yeah, eat well. Shut up about it. Can I go to a party and have fun and then eat well other days and then eat less than well? And I don't want to think about it. That's the end game with most people when you have a five-second conversation. But what do we do? We focus on the, the, the losses, the so-called losses. That's what we put our thing on. We don't understand. We're so not perfect, but I'm not perfect. Yeah, so nobody is. But what are you focusing on? Understanding you're not perfect and you're trying to be, and I think that's fine. You should try to be perfect, understanding you'll never be perfect. But at least you're like shooting for the moon. Shoot for the moon. It's great. What are you focusing on the way? Because probably you're winning more than you think you are. And when you move your head to that, <clears throat> you end up winning a little bit more each day because you're taking a little bit of heat off for crying out loud. You know, my clients, I'm like, listen, you got to take it easier on yourself because you're doing, I'm here because I see the bird's eye view. You're kind of kicking ass and you don't think you are. And it's not me blowing smoke. It's true. It's the facts. If you, if you actually apply some awareness and take stock of the day. All of a sudden, they're like, oh, yeah, I kind of did that too. Oh, yeah, and I did. And I remember thinking about this. That's a win. Okay, cool. That's, well, that's kind of, oh, look at that, that I never noticed because I'm so deep dive into, you know, what I did so-called wrong in the moment. It's good to know what falls in the category of in line with you and not in line with you. And it's also the, all the more reason to not let the negative stuff, that crap, distract us from the actions and thoughts that are our true reflections of who we are and true reflections of how we want to freaking live. 
Where are you putting your attention? Where are you putting your attention? Now, do I think that's easier said than done? Of course, that's the work of it. So you take some time and you maybe journal. You take a little stock of the day. You kind of put alarms on your phone. Whatever whatever you can kind of do to kick in, kick in your ass a little bit of awareness to, to for one reason only. Notice where you're winning and what how's that feel? And if you do notice the negative, which you're gonna, only notice it to this extent. What led to that? And how can I freaking fix it? I can run You can run It seems we are both tied down Got rent in a car Did you ever think this? Seems I'm always finding the shade to Walking it and wraps around me like you used to, and wraps around me like you used to. And single dreams, single ways to do things. You know, the world is not that cold, it's just the world that I'm wearing. Also, the darkness does not follow me, though sometimes I can feel it in my grip. Feels like a big black army blanket that fails to warm me. around me like you used to